Are you ever curious about the backstories to the various diagnoses doctors make? Are doctors and other healthcare professionals ever conflicted in their quest to deliver quality healthcare? To what extent do patient complaints and situations reflect a society's values and norms? To answer all these questions and more, join me, Dr. Yao Safu, also known as the Drive Doctor, as I sit with my colleagues at Medicas Hospital in Frank after office hours conversations about our work. Hashtag Medicas Diaries. Good, I've met you guys all here. Yeah. Medicus Diaries. Hashtag, hashtag Medicus Diaries. <laughs> well, um, today uh, on my rounds, uh, I heard something on the word. This uh, patient uh-huh. that was rushed in uh, last night, uh, unconscious. And the chit chat from the nurses. Jim, I'm eating. I-, I hope you're not going to make. You're going to tell me a story that will just oh, oh, uh, take my appetite somewhere. Oh, no, no, no. This will definitely raise your appetite. Mm. If, not no, your, no, if, no. If, if, if not your food appetite, an appetite somewhere else. Oh, okay. Mm. Toasu, toasu, toasu. They were chit-chatting and they were <laughs> talking about uh, this man who came in unconscious with the wife. And according to the wife, uh, she's, uh, he's hypertensive. And um, he's hey. not been taking... Uh, his medicine because uh, so for some time now he, he's not been taking his medicine and then uh, tonight too he's here unconscious according to the nurses and the teachers it looks like I'm and I'm wondering hey Happy Tennis Sanity. So when I entered this lunch and I saw you guys, I was very, very happy. Happy Tennis Sanity. um, do you know about this patient? I, I think I, I have a similar story. I, I don't think I've seen this patient on the ward yet. Um, Jeremy's was on the female ward. Sorry, male ward, right? Male, 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 male ward, you yes. see. Right. So I have a similar story to share. Um, Many years ago, similar circumstances, um, this man will not take his antihypertensive medication for one simple reason. Sexual performance goes down, not able to perform according to his standards, previous standards. So he just took a decision. Didn't come to the hospital to talk, talk to his doctor about it. Just took a decision. I'm not taking it. And then are, are these drugs that was it turns out that he had some other medical conditions oh. um, that led to what we will term as erectile dysfunction. Okay. But yes, some of the medicines that we use for the control of high blood pressure can do this. It can cause you erectile dysfunction okay. as a side effect. Can. I wish it was the opposite. Uh, as in enhancing it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think when you are But when they are part of the medical diaries, probably we'll share some stories about aphrodisiacs and, and, and all of that. But 
Yes, I, I, I have a similar story. But what, well, Hannah, are you familiar with this particular person that um, GM is talking about? And what's what's the what's what's the story like? Was he is he alive? What what's the what's what's the, what's the story? What's the backstory? What's the full story? Okay, so um, he's been a hypertensive for about eight years now. Um, he's been a hypertensive for about eight years now. Right. He was rushed into the facility last night around two a.m. Mm. on account of sudden collapse. He was brought in by a wife and a neighbor, mm. someone who lives next door. So from the history we had. Um, his wife said he's a hypertensive who has defaulted his medications for about three months now. Wow. All because um, he complains that whenever he takes his medications, um, he is not able yes, to. Yes, well, Hannah, I don't think it was him that was complaining. It is the wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, GM, that's what I also told. Uh, that's what I also told because the man can't complain, it's the woman who's going mm. to complain. Oh, no, 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 no. So no, no, no. I believe that led to. The man, um, Hannah, did the woman say that? No, that's not what it's about. No, but, it's, it's, it's but that. If the woman has been praising his ego, I'm sure he will be taking the medicine. No, 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 no. <laughs> you see, men too have always have this um, impression of what Haven't their performance that, should be. That advert, I've been hearing it on Joy. What, what advert? I just said that in the morning when the, the man, the woman is whistling, then you know. Yeah, <laughs> yes, if their performance is good, isn't it? that's why they call it Jacob Rap. Then they are sweeping and they are whistling and singing yeah. and praises, hymns, and all of that. It means something nice has happened at dawn. So, but I'm just thinking that sometimes I think men have this inflated ego when it comes to the way they rate their sexual performance. I, 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 I wouldn't necessarily think the woman has been giving him or the wife has been giving him stress about his performance. I just think a lot of men, because of all these aphrodisiacs on the market and mm. the way performance is portrayed, people think you have to be at it for like one hour to be a champion. So a lot of men have that. Hannah, how old was this man? He's 47 years. 47 years. Right. That's relatively young. Yeah, but then he's been hypertensive for probably quite some time now. Yes. So when it comes to erectile dysfunction, so I'm thinking this man's primary problem is erectile dysfunction, right? Okay, that, that, that's a problem. Okay, yes. so it's erectile dysfunction, and usually erectile dysfunction GM will classify it into two: we'll have primary, and then we'll have secondary. When we talk about erectile dysfunction, we're talking about the inability to attain or sustain an erection needed for satisfactory sexual performance right so there are some men who have never attained an erection so we'll tell you that you have primary erectile dysfunction there's something fundamentally wrong but then there are some as well who previously performance was good now performance is not that great and so that hypertension will, can cause this and hypertension is one of the medical conditions that can lead to secondary erectile dysfunction so there's quite a tall list of medical scenarios and conditions that leads to secondary erectile dysfunction, hypertension, diabetes mm. can also do that mm. as well, right? Yes. yes. 
Uh, you got diabetic? Yeah. Um, yes. It's because diabetes and hypertension, both conditions are, um, they are conditions that, so they are conditions that affect the nerve endings. Mm-hmm. So, when you, so is it true that when I eat sugar, the, the, because I've been hearing it too. <laughs> okay, so. Woody sugar. <coughs> No, Jim, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that Woody Sugar, like, you won't perform well. Uh, okay, but I'm saying that diabetes unfinished, yeah, so uh, that's why I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> yes, but I'm, what I'm saying is that diabetes is really BPN, like, there are conditions which affect nerve endings. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then when we take the milk, um, the genital organ, for example, it's an end artery. And uh, so when you have um, diabetes or hypertension, and then, but and then you are going to crucify Jim. He's not going to understand all this <laughs> anatomic detail. So in terms of making it serious, I'm talking about sugar. No, so diabetes is not. I mean, that's how we refer to it in local parlance as a situation. But diabetes is a problem of glucose. How you handle glucose in in, in your body, and um, and that as a medical condition, acting through different mechanisms can cause erectile dysfunction. I mean, we're not going to go into the, into, the, into the mechanisms. But things like high blood cholesterol can also cause erectile dysfunction. Yes. There are even secondary erectile dysfunction. Psychological factors. Ah. Oh, Jim, let me share some stories with you. And there are some people who come to me and tell me that, eh, Doctor, you know that when you have a farm, you must have a backyard gag. Mm. So, when I'm with Ajoa, the, the gun doesn't fire. But when I go to a FIA AK-47, the gun is working beautifully. So, why is it that when he is with his sexual partner A, no performance or poor performance but when he's with sexual partner B then the performance is good so there are psychological factors it depends on what is happening between you and partner A and that can influence your ability to attain an erection that's a medical condition that is affecting the whole uh, 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 mechanism for erectile dysfunction but I, I, um, um, Hannah, I, want, I, I want us to focus on, on high blood pressure, hypertension in this case. Because this man came in on, on, unconscious. He had yes. quote unquote collapse at home. Yes. As would say. Meaning there was a period of unconsciousness. Yes. GMD, about, according to the WHO, there are about 700 million people. With hypertension? Undiagnosed. Hey! Yeah, people who are walking around. I mean, well, Not there knowing. are 7 billion of us, 7 billion plus. 10%. Right. 1 in 10. Walking around who are hypertensive don't but don't know that they have hypertension. So that's a huge pool. Hypertension, again, is a silent disease. Uh, why? When you have it, you, it, it doesn't cause any headaches. Yes, you may not have any symptoms at all. So if you are not someone who uh, monitors your blood pressure, you will never know. Mm. 
So you are just yeah, walking so and then it takes you. What you are saying is that when, when I'm just there, I'm feeling fine, but I should go to the hospital. Yes. You are not supposed to go to the hospital only when you are sick. You can just walk into any hospital, OPD department, and mm-hmm. tell the nurse that you want to get mm-hmm. your BP check. Hannah, Ghana issue. Yes, Ghana issue. Only time I say. Yeah, we're not going to open your time at that hole. No, 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 no. I'm fine. <laughs> no, Jim. I'm going to ask you. No, Jim. I'm going to ask you. 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 Because this is 10%. This 10% is very worrying. Maybe. Yeah, so that's 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 a challenge that we have. Um, hypertension is a silent disease, so most people will not have symptoms until very very late on in the disease, when they have developed some emergency, or a hypertensive emergency, or when they have developed symptoms of chronic um, uh, chronic disease, chronic features of hypertension. So we we'll call it a silent disease. It creeps up on you. It's like a thief coming to you in the, in the, in the, in the, in the dead of the night. You wake up in the morning and say, Hey, where's my TV? Hey, I can't find my home. And it's gone. That's when you realize it. So, it's a silent disease. We don't wait until you get symptoms. And that's that false sense of security that a lot of people get, right? Yes. They think that everything is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking the same. <laughs> And even a become some of them they are taking their medic um they've already been given medication just like this man he defaulted mm. but to him he's fine maybe he stopped taking the medication for the first week nothing happened mm. Ah, mm. Mm. yes if you are not taking your drugs and your bp goes very high you can have a stroke Wow. So poorly controlled hypertension is it's, it's a very dangerous situation. Um, there's so many complications. We've got the acute, meaning the sudden onset, and then you've got the chronic, the long term. And it's from head to toe. Yes. I mean, it, it causes strokes, which is an interruption of blood flow to the brain. That's what a stroke is. When there is an interruption of blood flow to the brain, um the brain cells take a big hit and then we call that a stroke blindness blindness i mean if there's one thing that i dread right but i haven't seen all these beautiful you know things in the world mm. and then all of a sudden you can't just because your blood pressure is not properly controlled you know, so blindness, heart problems, you know, from heart attacks, something we call angina, severe chest pain, liver disease, it destroys your liver, kidneys, chronic kidney disease. I mean, globally, every single place, all kidney clinics. I mean, we've heard about dialysis, mm, mm. you know, machines yeah. and all of that. What do they do? They do exactly what the kidneys are supposed to do for us. Oh, go, to, go to wash your blood, remove the dirt and the in the form of urine. Working. 
kidneys are damaged. So globally, if you go to all dialysis centers, the number one reason why people are in that queue is because of poorly controlled long-standing hypertension. So, including our colleague here? Yes! Oh, Hannah, it's every dialysis center. One and two, hypertension, diabetes. As the cause of chronic kidney disease. Overwhelming. You know, um, so once you move from the kidneys, there's something also I dread again. Uh, PAD, peripheral arterial disease. So the blood vessels that basically sends uh, blood to your feet. Okay. Imagine they begin to clog up. So no blood is going there. Poor blood flow. The normal color of your, your skin around your feet begins to change. Sensation becomes poor. You start to lose all your toenails, discolor. And then you get a sore. I'm in pro. Yes, gangrene because there's no blood. Blood is not flowing properly to your feet. Healing can't okay. Healing can't okay. All right. This, this and then that's why sometimes people come to the hospital and say we have to, we, we need to amputate their legs because the leg is getting gangrenous. Then they say, hey, you call hospital doctor, you'll be terminated. Why is not doctor see you'll be terminated? If we don't take the anina pro, you know, it, it's gone. It, it functionally, it's not going to be. And then, if that infection or gangrene continues, it's going to spread, it's going to fester, you're going to get septicemia, you're going to get very ill, and then you look like there's nothing that hypertension doesn't affect. Every part of the body, including it arrests the gun, it causes erectile dysfunction for the men as well. Hannah. Do you know that during sexual intercourse, at the peak, if you look at the sexual response cycle, all the four phases, third phase is orgasm. If a man or any person climaxes, gets through stage uh, phase three, your blood pressure can go up by 20 points. Yeah. 20. So a lot of people walk around with poorly controlled blood pressures let's say 160 for the systolic and they feel okay then he says oh tonight action mm. goes into the bedroom mm. <laughs> and then i've seen some stories in the in the, in the newspaper exactly uh, some sister something and they're young and then they, they, it's always like that they say oh it's a young girl maybe they were using kama sutra <laughs> so they start they, they you know their positions no it has nothing to do with that it's not about the young girl being prolific and tiring the guy out or no if you get to phase three of the sexual response cycle that's orgasm you will get your blood pressure up you get your pulse rate up you get your respiratory rate up so phase one excitement phase phase two is the plateau phase so during phase one everybody your heart races so is that what's probably cause this Exactly. That's where my mind is going with this man. So most likely, this our patient, having been off the medications for a while. Maybe BP was around 170, 180 already. Maybe. He wasn't having any symptoms. He wasn't having any symptoms, which is which is real, which is possible. Yes. Then. 
plus 20. Plus 20? Yeah, That's around it. 200. Around 200. Which can give you a stroke. Definitely. Anytime you hit 180, you are you are like walking in a minefield or you're trying to cross the highway in front of medical yeah. hospital <laughs> blindfolded and you're doing that like so many times. You're going to get hit. Yeah. You may cross the first time, second time, nothing happens, but you're going to get hit at a point. So uh, you're really rolling the dice. And I think that's exactly what happened in this particular scenario. And then, boom. We need more education on that. Hypertension because it looks like it's a very, very deadly disease. But why is he choosing sexual prowess or sexual performance over safety, over his health? Ah, are you asking? No, I won't have to answer. You know, I'm putting her on the spot here. That's all I know your bar, you know, so you know, you, 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 you're a man, so you give me the man's perspective. So, Hannah, you take off your clinician's uh, hat and, and, and as a woman, does it make sense to you that men tend to prioritize sexual prowess over over their safety, over health? Mm. Was <laughs> okay. So I would say for men, yes, because um, looking at men um, when it comes to their sexual life. Uh huh. They pay very close attention. But why? Why, like why? 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 They why? have um um. There's this self confidence, or should I say, self esteem? Right. They have when they feel that they've performed okay. um, to standard. Uh-huh. Okay. So whenever they are not able to perform very well in bed, and as a urbanic as an animal, he feels like I've been disrespected. So it's like men define themselves by how yeah. well they perform yes not his money not his house not his fine car uh-huh. nothing uh-huh. but it was if if you are able to perform well like oh, the woman can consider you even if scar new her car thank you thank you thank you okay that that's way way at this point why why do men Tend to and, and that's my experience. I mean, it's 16 years, and this story I can relate. Okay, so why do men prioritize it is, it that? It is the definition of man. <laughs> hey, uh, manhood. It is the only thing. Is that, that why you say that? Oh, doctor, I have a problem with my manhood. It is one thing uh, whether you are poor, yeah, rich. <laughs> it, it, it's an equalizer. Apart from that, it is one thing that look it defines it separates us. From Elon Musk. And, and all of us. Did you hear Hannah? <laughs> Even if you don't have money, the woman can yeah. consider you. Hey, hey. 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 So it means the woman also prioritize that. Yes. They, wow. They, they, they pay attention. They pay attention. Close attention. That's why I me. Mean, I'm not surprised this man went off his mates. So it's your it's your hypothesis that. Yes. The, the, the wife that, probably pushed, pushed him to the edge yes. because of poor fan, poor performance. You see, she might not have said it directly, although I have my doubts, but you know, previously, not come for no. Of course, I could call No whistling in the morning, it has stopped. And then now we are talking about hypertension. I'm even worried. 
from here I'm going to check mine. But this ten percent, <laughs> this ten percent has got me very worried. Yes. Uh, but but yeah. just thing about the drugs doesn't mean there's nothing that can be done about it because it seems like there's this claim that when you take the medicine, mm. but, but is it is it true that once so, my doesn't work for me, I, I'm done? No, I have no, to continue no, no. and then. <laughs> so for the medications, we have different classes of medications for high blood pressure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have um, a group of medication I know can cause some form of yeah. reduced sexual exactly. function in bed. Mm. Uh-huh. So um, some of the patients will come to you and tell you that Dr. Mephedro may have meant me with mm-hmm. my... Yeah. Ah, so last when week I, come, I spoke to... You can, you, can, you can change it. Uh, yes, so we can change it to another class of drug which won't give you that effect you oh. have it. Yeah, you have like a patient you spoke to Dr. Yoke about so, recently. Yes. Oh, yeah. So a patient came to me and uh, for review. Mm. He's on... Um, different class of antihypertensives including amlodipine right and then he starts complaining that wasn't even his main complaint I said yeah I can say we can it was like doctor it was like doctor patrol me or how we know because I made it to him he was like patrol me too he said um and he said but he said yes about four more so I was like, well, I think it's the amlodipine you are taking. And yeah. it's good you brought it up, so we'll just change it for you. So I spoke oh, to so. Dr. York about it. So well, then then I, I think that information needs, needs to get out there because yes. people don't know they can have a different... That they think once they are on a hypertension and that's their reaction. That, that, so they just it. stop taking it, right? Yes, and then they, it, come, they, they don't know that. It's unconscious. Oh, Oh, okay. Now, now I have a bit more hope. I was uh, very, very worried. I thought once I had that, that kind of reaction, that would be it. So, so, yeah, okay. so, so Jim, let's change your medication. So, so, so Hannah, let's put him on the spot right now. So, Jim, are you saying that if we didn't have alternatives and you have to be on this drug, that would affect your your performance, sexual performance? Um, knowing all that you know about hypertension and the complications, are you saying that you would make this choice? Dr. Pa. <laughs> I think it depends on the woman. <laughs> I'll wait for the compliments for the woman. Okay, yeah, so what if the woman is also giving you problems? So you choose stroke, chronic kidney disease, and all those complications. Like that. Oh, no, no, no. So if you are dying at the age of 45 and you are dying happy, you prefer that one to um, taking your medications and living to old age. No, 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 you are pestering him. You, are, you just pestering him. Doctor, I think uh, that's special. No, right, uh, so, all those things, I think we should, we should, we should, the education should be out there so that uh, we take uh, the different, because there's no one medication from what I understand. Oh yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to the pharmacological management, I think we've got questions coming in about, asking about um, um, herbal, herbal treatment. As, 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 as an option for, 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 for hypertension. Uh, what I'd say is that um, even with the conventional orthodox uh, medications, 
it doesn't happen with each and every one of them you have we have options so as Hannah rightly pointed there are different class, classes of antihypertensive medications some can have that side effect mm. and so just mention it to your doctor and your doctor will try and switch but we shouldn't always be quick to make the assumption that if i'm taking a particular drug and the patient or the drug information leaflet says one of the side effects then i jump at it because okay. i as i mentioned there it are other might not be. causes it might be the hypertension disease itself which is not properly controlled over a period of time that is doing that it may be ah. other medical conditions yes because hypertension as a disease if not can, properly can controlled can also cause that you know so let your doctor be the one to make that uh, uh make that assessment when it comes to other medicines i i i don't want to make statements about about it we are not trained in our line of um work um with herbal herbal medications for example or chinese medicines so i don't have knowledge in that field but i know that yes um the ministry of health and even our training some of our training institutions we are training herbal medicine practitioners you know and 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 there's a center for plant medicine research as well in in in, in mount Paul. so um herbal medications have their place uh, in our healthcare system uh, but we are not trained in that area and, mm. and therefore are not able to speak to the efficacy of it. But every single drug and plants are contain chemical substances. People shouldn't think that plants are no plants contain chemical substances that we extract. That's something that can be dangerous as well. So I'll say that whether it's Chinese medicine or whether it's herbal medicine, all of them can. Um, possibly have side effects the whole concept about side effects need to be properly understood um, 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 which is that what you read on the patient's information is not what we say will happen when you take the drug no it's just that during the trial phase and then the post-marketing surveillance we, re- we, we realize that some people develop um, 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 certain complications and then by law you have to write down those uh, mm. uh, 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 happenings or adverse effects uh, so that we know so once that is done uh, if you experience something just talk to your doctor about it but the men and, and here I, 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 I it is something that I found peculiar with men and our health seeking habits one men don't and i think the data we, we look at the data all the time at our end of month meetings mm-hmm. women come to the hospital more than, than, than men. men month on month we've yeah. done this at medicas for seven years not there's not been a single month hannah not a single month that a number of people come into the hospital uh in terms of gender men outnumber the women it's never happened so that says a lot about the health seeking habits of even uh, men compared to women so men generally won't come and complain about anything and then it's also not cool or they don't find it masculine when you have to take medicine as as, as we are here for no but it, it's it goes men, against men, the man's men, psyche men brought up to complain we are bema and things like that so once again when that a draw has anything to do with uh his sexual prowess then that becomes just a no no mm. 
so the education needs to go out there particularly to the to the to the to the men um about their health seeking habits and the need to to follow up look sometimes we'll keep you on the medication and we'll augment it with something no, else when this uh, undiagnosed yeah. what, what can we do can we make it a policy and say if you come in with anything should, should, should we just check you up for your 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 bp mm-hmm. should, should still because i'm very concerned about the number this, yes 10 mm-hmm. percent every 10 person that you walk mm-hmm. past this one of them so that one depends the... on the individual because if jamie said um anybody who comes into the facility with anything with anything at all so blood pressure is part of the vital signs once right. you walk oh. once you walk into the facility your blood pressure will be checked okay but if you don't come your pulse your temperature blood pressure yes. it goes as part of the but system. if you don't come to the facility well we are right. doing outreaches we go out to the communities but even with that some people still won't come over the trim we need for no man the blood pressure i'll be checking at 180 hundred no they coffee right. but i think the recent, free the recent outreach event we had um, um at edukrum uh presby we had one at fadama as well especially the fadama outreach um the pentacles church in, in, in fadama i was surprised the number of people who had very 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 high blood pressures Mm. Very, very, very high blood pressures. All of them were aware. Oh, not one. You know, all of them were aware that they are hypertensive, and they all had reasons why justification why they stopped taking the medicine. My father, my bread. Yes, medication fatigue. I don't need Financial reasons. You know. But yes, it's something that probably we need to make it a part of us. So for me, um, as I advise everybody, on your birthday, mm-hmm. don't do what my very good friend Philip Nye, what he's been doing. He will go to Sunite Market, where he eats domedo uh, and all those things, community things. He's celebrating his birthday. Oh yes, my friend Philip, he, he knows how to eat. But go to the hospital ask for a medical checkup you won't forget your birthday nobody forgets their birthday you hardly do yeah you know so for me that is the point of the year where you take stock stop mm. you're not ill but it's your birthday just walk in to medical <laughs> hospital anybody and say you know what it's my birthday i'm a year older a gift a gift mm. how wonderful <laughs> <laughs> don't give yourself that big bowl of food and domedo and all of those things mm. and then wash it down with some uh, uh, uh some some chilled beer or something uh-huh. no so ice cold ice cold <laughs> you know so those are some of the things that for me it's easy to do but as hannah mentioned there's got to be that is desire is expensive to, to have a check? no 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 it, it's not, it's one of the most inexpensive things ever. Look, sometimes you can even walk in and talk nicely to the nurses in a lot of places. Because you see, it's not a consumable, it doesn't cost as much. That BP machine, it's going to work for, what, three years. It won't break down. You don't, you don't consume anything 
when we have to measure somebody's beep, we just slap the arm cuff over your arm. So it's easy to do. I tell people, you talk nicely to the nurse and then they'll check it for you and all of that. You can even invest in your own BP machine, right? Yes. If you get your own get blood one. pressure machine, you make sure it is calibrated right. And here, the Ghana Standards Authority does a great job uh, calibrating it, meaning it will measure properly. Okay. Uh huh. So just invest in one. How much is it going to? It's going to set you back what? Well, maybe 300 CDs, mm. 400 CDs for one, maybe. <clears throat> but it's going to last you for maybe five years. So you divide five years, you know, by 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 the, or the 300 CDs or four 400 CDs or 500 CDs by five years. That's about 100 CDs a year mm. for something that can warn you about your health status. Mm. And I see way too many young people, people in their prime having strokes and heart attacks and for me that is what worries me 40s is when you hit like Mm. when you're in your prime Mm. life begins at 40 yeah life begins at 40 you're really getting there you've been you are down the ladder you are climbing in your work you're getting mates in in significant places of authority positions of authority Uh, you're coming into your own if you've had children too, they are going to that age where which me my trans are born common. They are thirteen, yeah, fourteen. This one you're really going to enjoy the children. Not when every time you're changing diaper, you can't send them. They, 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 you can't think with them and all of that. But imagine coming home and you got a fifteen year old or a sixteen year old. You sit down and oh, daddy how and things like that. Then you can boys boys or girls girls mm. can have good stories. That is not the time to have a stroke. That is not the time um, to have a, a heart attack. It looks like we need more education on hypertension. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need a lot of education on hypertension. But it's good we have our outreach events, regular outreach events. And, and for me, that's something that's very good for, for, for me. It's hospital policy here at Medical Hospital. I, and I'm happy to say that in my practice, I, I, I have worked in other places before before we started uh, 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 Medicals, but I don't think it's policy, deliberate policy in a lot of places for outreach events. And these outreach events are good. When you take the hospital out and you go and meet patients in their own environment, you go to that market woman in, in Adolso market, in a cinema market, and she's sitting by her words, she talks to you. I mean, sometimes when they come to the consulting room, all the white coat and, mm. you know, they, they, they feel a bit restrict, restricted. But you go and sit there by, by her too much. She's selling her more and more tomatoes and all of that. And she's having a chat with you. They feel very relaxed. They're able to tell you everything. You go to your church. While church is ongoing, people are coming, having a conversation with you. For me, I thrive on those things. I think it gives it a different feel. They're able to open up to you a lot more. So the outreach events, I would encourage it. I think every healthcare institution should have an outreach program. Um, similar to what we have go out to the offices the corporate guys they just work too hard it's just work 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 meeting deadlines timelines you know these days everything's gone online the it guys they're, they're the worst group the it guys they're the worst group you know uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe the, the, the management of these uh, institutions because uh, they need to sort of it is brought to the facility instead of just they always ad- advise that they, 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 they are 
Yes, yes, because you're absolutely right about that. But you see, I think most of the time, too, they don't believe it is possible to invite a hospital and say, you know what, can you come to our offices and then come and do it? I don't know how many health facilities will be agreeable to even that. Of course, we do it all the time. I mean, recently we sent our dietitian out to the ECG offices in in, in to have a day and they organize it. But once I, I think they know it's possible, I think they always jump at it. So we've got to take that initiative, make that approach. To, to make that approach. Let them know it's entirely possible. Develop a, a wellness program uh, um, for most of these corporate guys and the, and the IT guys, especially. Um, hypertension goes with a lot of things like obesity um, as, as, as well. They need sedentary lifestyles, corporate lifestyles, sitting, very little exercise, and so on and so forth. So, um, the approach is uh, multidisciplinary. You look, you need to look at your diet, and lastly, I think exercise. Mm. Exercise. Honey, a lot of people don't exercise. Well, the current economic situation that should make it hard. Yeah, you need. Oh, you see. Oh, you see. Yeah, the petrol is expensive. Mm, so you walk halfway and then you take pick the car the other half. <laughs> right. So exercise is a very good component, a big component of um, 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 managing hypertension. Diet is also a very, very big component of managing hypertension. Um, the what do you call it? Hidden salts, hidden yeah. salts, uh, the concept of hidden salts not the, in food. The, not the, the one we put in there, so it's not in it's, it's, no, that one, it's, no, not the, it's not the only salt. No, you know, we, we call it hidden salts, nani, kobi, momone. Kaku. Doc is talking about all the premium ones. Yes, you know, when we are doing our bone thing and all of that, when you, there are some people, if there is no nani in their soup, and they want yang kwaino, you know, popcorn, plantain chips, these are quintessentially Ghanaian, you know, cuisine. Yeah, because you get Ghanaian, Ghanaian is in there. They do what uh, in Kumafroy, the nani is in there. Mm. And then they will go be here to uh, hide in some corner. And the money too. The money, they give you some flavor. No, no, what a chin. No, no, that. Hidden salts. Hidden salts. So all these things are laden with a lot of salt. Then there's also one practice I've seen. Every time we serve them, then we'll put salt on the table. Yeah. And have you done all of this? Then. Exactly. So the way we cook, we introduce a lot of salt and sodium chloride or sodium is it's primarily responsible for taking your blood pressure up. So your dietitian would come in and would really talk to you. I will hope that this gentleman will have a chance to talk to the dietitian before before he discharged. Right. It looks like they said a lot of hidden uh, things that we don't know right. uh, about, about hypertension. And rounding up, I'll, I'll just say that that's, that's been part of the problem, the, the level of patient education the first time we make a diagnosis. So once we make a diagnosis of hypertension, most of the time we Mame, Ubi Pino was mature drama. For me, that is very, very unsatisfactory. Not adequate at all. Very, very inadequate. 
they don't get enough patient education from us to explain the disease you know to them because really me i believe in the rationality of a lot of human beings i i do you know, of course, yeah, every time you, you get somebody who's an outlier, but if people know, I tell you, they make the right choices. Mm. And that starts with us, Hannah, us educating the patients, us taking the information and the knowledge out to them in, in, the, in places where they are, they are more ready to, to accept that education, their workplaces, in their churches. And I'm happy this man didn't die. And uh, it's for me, it's a yellow card event. Mm, I, I really uh, wish in, uh, in, 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 a, in a football we, we game, it's a yellow card event. A, another incident like that, somebody to be rushed in uh, because of hypertension. <laughs> well, uh, after that, it's, go, it's going to happen. Uh, we, 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 we've got a lot of work to do to try and reduce the numbers. So, for me, my, 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 my take home points, and, and for you, GM, is that the, the, the checks. On your birthday is very very important mm. and then the, the 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 clinicians has to do a lot of work trying to educate um, um, um patients when we first make the diagnosis and then the approach for treatment too is multidisciplinary it's diet it's physical activity starting at the right time you don't go exercising when your blood pressure is crashing through the roof and then also med, uh, medicines mm. Uh, right um yeah um i think it's time um i i, I need to make write up a few I reports been able to, this has been so much interest i couldn't even finish my food yeah okay all right i'll leave you uh guys and then i i got a few police reports to 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 fill up and i'll catch up with you later all right yes,